Blog Talk Radio. And then get cast all around 
down here, through this year, place we call the Deep South. And especially, we want to dedicate this year for all of them. But still remember who he be. And remember, say the Geechee, even you in Mississippi. So, Mississippi, yeah, never forget you. And so glad if I'll be back here one more again. But now, never forget when the children were dead, it'll stand up to see the needle. Ain't it chalk? Charleston, so skakalaki. Now, we know so all the hundred children with a year edition program can't break them down like this year. And some hundred children, this is the first time hundred to tune in. So I know you are ready to say, Great God, I ain't been no say the whole program and thing there in that language today. Well, let me change over like this to help you out because I want everybody who tunes into this program tonight to truly under and overstand the critical issue currently involved in. Gullah Geechee standing for their land. Now, before we talk about what's been going on tonight in Charleston, I want to make sure that people in Beaufort County are aware that this coming Thursday night, which is the 18th, the 19th, the 19th of September, 2013 at 6 p.m., St. Helena Elementary School, you need to be there. Beaufort County Planning Department is coming back to discuss this update with the Zoning District Standard Ordinance and the Comprehensive Plan issues and how that affects us on St. Helena Island. Y'all were there last year when we were at Penn. You didn't like what was presented. They went back to the drawing board from what we have been told. They kept what we wanted, which is to have a rural, Gullah Geechee, traditionally continuing island, St. Helena in Beaufort County. So now y'all need to come out and actually hear about what they are planning in the planning department, what has been put forth. If you go to bcthegov.net, if you go to the Beaufort County online, the government page, and look up the information, you will see the draft document that's located there. But the best thing to do has come out so you have an opportunity to ask questions of the CPCPC committee and also of Tony Cristatello, who is the head of the planning department. So that's this coming Thursday, 6 o'clock p.m. Don't send nobody else and then turn around the next day and ask somebody how did it go. Come Thursday, so Honogu, I know how we go. Fill the house. Pack the house because when you're not there to speak up, they will turn right around and say, well, we gave them an opportunity. Well, they didn't say anything against it, so silence gives consent. Your absence means you're silent, and we need to be speaking loudly. And I have to salute my folks still at NICS 526 because they're speaking out, they're standing out, they're standing up, and they're not backing down on the damage to our community, to land ownership, to the environment, and most especially for us as Galagishis, to the cultural loss that will happen with yet another highway widening and extension project. They're using psychological games to call the extension of the Mark Clark Expressway, I-526, as we know it to be called, calling it a greenway a greenway, a green belt, a greenness and a green that because the current buzzword is to make everything green. 
make you think it's environmentally sound, make you think this is the new economic endeavor to say something is green when the real green is the money somebody else is going to make by displacing some more families from Johns Island and James Island and cutting through the James Island Park. Like we need damage to any green space and public recreational areas that we have anywhere at this point in time. But all of that is going on. And tonight there was a meeting on in Charleston that I hope many of you are probably just getting in from, maybe hearing this broadcast in the archive after it's over. Please make sure, send me an email to G-U-L-L-A-H, I mean G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. All right, gogeeko at AOL.com. If you attended the meeting tonight regarding the compensation for the loss of the value of land due to the extension of I-526 that took place at the Wesley United Methodist Church on River Road on Johns Island, please hit me up at G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com or hit us at Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook. And let us know. You can also tweet us at Gullah Geechee on Twitter, at Gullah Geechee, G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E. Y'all heard me a little while ago. I'm so used to spelling the whole word Gullah out for y'all on here. So I just spelled my my, uh, mailing address for you, your email address wrong, putting the whole Gullah on there. But it's Gullah Geeko or at Gullah Geechee on Twitter. Let us know what took place at that meeting what you saw, what you heard. Representative Glenda Simmons Jenkins and I were not able to be at a meeting tonight because we are in Mississippi. But I want you to know, if you missed that meeting tonight on Johns Island, you have not missed your opportunity. If you are within 1,000 feet of the I-526 plan for extension, go to www.52 526claims.org, www.526claims.org. There's an entire page so that you will know how to file your claim for compensation. On December the 13th, 2012, Charleston County Council voted to approve a resolution to move forward against what we all were standing up against, but they moved forward with the design, permitting, and construction process for I-526 Mark Clark Expressway Expansion Project. They voted in favor of the resolution, and the county endorsed this parkway, and the route is called Alternative G, because remember, there were A through G and all these selections. They could have done different permutations of design. They picked G. But as a condition of the approval of the resolution, the county council required that the county staff provide council with a report on potential diminution and value to any residents within 1,000 feet, all right, within 1,000 feet of what they call MCE, Mark Clark Expressway. So don't get confused by all these names. I-526, MCE, Mark Clark Expressway, all of that's the same thing, all right? So now they then said that they also wanted that staff would make good faith efforts 
to evaluate and consider claims for compensation due to the impact of this on their property, the property of the different people affected. Even if there's no physical taking of the property and without the need for filing an inverse condemnation action. All right? Now, y'all notice the little tricky terms? Good faith effort to evaluate and consider. So they haven't said, we're definitely giving you the claim. That's why we need as many folks as possible to file your claim, make sure you keep copies of your paperwork. Make sure that you stay involved with NICS 526 so that you are well aware of every step that we are taking with this. South Carolina Coastal Conservation League did a report for us on property value loss, all right? That is available. You can email the South Carolina Coastal Conservation League. You can email us at G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. We will forward you information. But, again, if you want a summary of this uh, Greenfield Advisory's report that deals with property value loss, you can go again to 526claims.org and click on the link. It's on the right-hand side of the page and download the entire study there. And they have a whole abbreviated version of what's going on in here. There are 3,082 properties that have been identified as being within 1,000 feet of this I-526 extension. And many of the people who live on those properties are Gullah Geechee. Many of them haven't come out to meetings. They haven't been able to speak out. Some of them are elderly people, and that is why you haven't seen them. They can't make it out to some of these meetings. And they also cannot take another blow to the heart of having another extension of a road that runs right to the front of their door. So when you say, oh, not taking your land, they can't live in a house if this thing runs right in the front of their door. So if you remember in the newsletter, you saw an image of one gentleman sitting on his porch a Gullah Geechee man with all the details of what was going on with this because we wanted people around the world to know that this is what we're up against, this is what we're dealing with. And all this started, this is not new, this has been going on for almost 20 years, this debate about this extension is road. The state said they wouldn't do it, then we fought, the county said they wouldn't do it, then the city said, well, they're going to take it from the county. Then the county double back said they would do it. So we've been in an ongoing battle to prevent this because, as Sister Glenda and I were talking about tonight, our representative from Florida, they've dealt with this issue there. This is not new to the Gullah Geechee Nation. We fought this off in Hollywood. We fought this off in Helena Island. But everywhere has not been that fortunate. Sister Glenda, now you heard these words. I know you heard these same words before. Uh, just compensation, uh, good faith effort, uh, consideration. Tell us, I know in O'Neill, y'all have already dealt with road expansion, and you were even telling me today there's another consideration going on there in Florida about another road expansion. But tell us, have you ever really heard of any Gullah Geechee's who got just compensation or proper compensation for their loss of land? Well, I answer the question this way, um, Queen, as you pointed out, 
previously, you can't really compensate people for the blood, sweat, and tears that went into them being able to acquire what is supposed to be the American dream. Right. But before I share with you some of what we've experienced in Nassau County, Florida, I want to thank you for the opportunity uh, to be able to speak on this topic uh, because it's one that really struck close home, close to home for me. Because uh, in 1976, mm-hmm. my family was faced with a state road expansion that uh, came through our community, and my grandfather was in his 90s, mm-hmm. and my mother was so um, dismayed by the prospect of what was going to happen. Right that she threatened to call the evening news right. and tell them that the state was going to put her old father out of the house. You know, people, when they're behind their government desk, they really are not thinking about the impact to family right. and the impact to community. Right. And really, Gullah Geechee people have had to deal with this form of, I would say, governmental terrorism for yeah. a long time. <laughs> and I say that because, Going in our community in Nassau County, we are east of Interstate 95, right. and the state road that runs in, through our community is called State Road 200. Okay, that community of O'Neill, a portion of it was purchased by the Reverend G. E. Prince, mm-hmm. who was from Greeleyville, South Carolina, mm. and he relocated to Jacksonville and then to Nassau County. Yes. He bought the land, and sometime after him buying the land, that's when the state decided that they were going to make the first pass-through to create a two-lane highway. Wow. So his subdivision, which was the ent- which went across that entire expanse, right. got divided into and, two. Uh-huh. So you got now Princeville on one side and Princeville on the other side. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, then, probably 30 or 40 years later, the state then comes through again and says they want to make it four lanes. Mm -hmm. And the process for us involved the state uh, essentially piecemealing their negotiations. And piecemealing families now as a result. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So I have to uh, give props to the the next 526 people who are being impacted for making a unified effort. Absolutely. Because the unfortunate uh, consequence in our community was that the state was able to just go from person to person Mm -hmm. and make individual negotiations because no one in the community decided that they they trusted one another enough to come together and Mm -hmm. and discuss what was happening. Right. And the same is true today. Right. So whereas my family was fortunate enough to be able to get legal advice, which told them the state is required, the state is required to provide you with an attorney, Right. To pay for your attorney, to pay for your your relocation, yes. and to and to give you just compensation for the commercial value of Probably. your home and the loss of the land. Absolutely. My mother was just recounting the other day that one of the, our neighbors mm-hmm. was in the courthouse with his attorney, and the attorney turned his back on him and said, "I will not represent you." Are now you they were serious? getting ready to walk into the litigation, and left the man abandoned. We were blessed because we didn't have somebody who, at that point, was a part of the old boy, yeah, network. The old boy network. Mm-hmm. And our, our, my mother and some others took the witness stand right. and just let them know, you know, this is not 
this is not going to be sufficient for you to just give us a few pennies, something that you right. deem that you deem is appropriate. Right. You're going to have to give us the market value. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. here's the key to why my family has survived to this point. Mm-hmm. My family survived because they had somewhere to go. They went across the street to the remaining land that my grandfather had deeded to everyone. I see. Had they not had that, they still would have been put out. They would have been out. Because they would not have had enough money, likely, to to purchase more land and rebuild anywhere. Or anything, exactly. And that is what we're dealing with here once again. For all of you, now you hear how this story, even in Florida, ties right on back to South Carolina again. And as Representative Simmons Jenkins was speaking, I'm picturing I-95 and how it split up communities throughout Savannah, Georgia. I am recalling the seven-page deposition that I submitted on behalf of Pinpoint, Georgia, when Walmart was coming in and they wanted an off-ramp, which was going to again displace people and was going to negatively impact a Gullah Geechee church there. I never went to that church. But I, as a representative of our people, I had to stand up for the rights of our people and our sacred ground. And they will never be able to pay you back for sacred ground. They will never be able to pay you back for cultural loss and devastation, for family displacement and disbursement, for furthering the Gullah Geechee diaspora. So there is truly no value that is going to be just in regard to this. But we're talking about going to unjust law for justice. And when you go, you have to speak the truth to power. And I am pleased that in these cases we have had opportunities to speak up and get people galvanized to come together. What you all have witnessed, many of you have seen this documentary, Binya, There's No Place Like Home. I named that documentary Binya. And it was a film that I was asked to help work on along with South Carolina Coastal Conservation League because the same thing was happening on Hungry Neck Boulevard up in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. The plans were there, already laid. People were in their houses not knowing that drawings were on somebody's desk cutting through their houses, cutting through their yards, cutting through where the children play. Uh, 17 has been widened and widened, and widened again. And this is why many sweetgrass basket stands are not there in Mount Pleasant now, because they got the road widened. So the negotiation was, we'll give them a pavilion. It's going to be at this public park. That pavilion, people can't find. Most tourists are not going to see it. It's underneath the bridge almost. So you're now taking away the economics of the community as well, where before they were automatically visible to anyone who came down the main thoroughfare. Highway 17, the King's Highway, parallels I-95. It becomes A-1-8 down in Florida. So here it is that, again, when we're talking to you tonight, the economics behind this go in two directions. They go out our community and into somebody else's community. All right? So even the few pennies that anyone might say to you, well, you know, at least they're going to give you something. No, they can't give you a home back. They can't give you your community back, and they sure can't give you your culture back. So don't back down. And, Queen Quit, I don't have to tell you that governments are planning decades ahead ahead. how they plan to use your land. Your land. I heard you reference comprehensive plans. Correct. 
future land use map. You better believe those it. things are drawn up to project mm-hmm. where you are going to be. Yes, <laughs> and where you will not be. That's right. Okay. That, thank you. That's more. And where you will not be. 10, 15, 25, 25 and 50 years, years from now. Into the future. Yes. Because using, again, our situation as an example, I had to get a crash course in this mm-hmm. land use terminology oh, yeah. when I moved back in 19, that's a whole nother world. 1999, you were talking about the meeting in Beaufort. Mm-hmm. And this terminology, I was like, future land use map? Yes. Oh, yes. The future land use map says that A1A will be commercial um, by by 2015 or, or whatever, and that's what they fully intended. Okay, and they have not they have not given up on that um, not at goal. All. Of course, they still intend. And but when they create the future land use map, that means when you bring an application to them for something you want, want to do along land. your land Absolutely. in that area, if they have put not, it in future land use. Then you're going to get denied. And if it if it does not if it's not compatible right with, they, with the what they have on the future land you have the term then you will be denied. It doesn't right. rezone your property, but it no. doesn't make it any easier for you to move forward. And Gullah Geechee's are going to have to start looking ahead, just like the government, as to how we will maintain our lifestyle. Absolutely, because they're trying. They decided for us, and see, and that is why many people continue to question us. How come? What you mean, y'all have your own government? We have Gullah Geechee's not understanding why we have our own government. This is for the same reason, because even when y'all may not be aware of meetings, we're in those meetings negotiating on your behalf so that our plans are in those future plans for all of these counties from North Carolina down to Florida that contain our people. And y'all have to begin to stand up, stand together, you heard the difficulty was in most of these cases, and that's even the case in Mount Pleasant, even now, as some more stuff is coming up with some Oyster Point project, people won't stand together. And they will say things like, well, they're going to do what they want. Who is the they? Who is the they? You should have your own group that says we are doing what we want. That is what the Gullah Geechee Nation is here to do, is to represent you if you're going to be Gullah Geechee. The interesting thing about it, I get more contact from people who are not Gullah Geechee, who live in the Gullah Geechee Nation, saying, Queen, Queen, this is going on. What should be done? In accordance to the Constitution of the Gullah Geechee Nation, or in your capacity as Queen, Queen, what should be done? I am asked by people who moved in these questions, as opposed to the people who are the natives, who should be the ones being more concerned about this. So you've got to wake up, got to stand up. Right now, I, I'm, it's like I'm hearing Bob Marley in my head. Get up, stand up, stand up for your rights, you know. And so it is critical. Don't give up the fight. You understand? Don't give up the fight. We cannot afford to lose any more land. There is something called the Black Land Law Summit every year in North Carolina. We cannot afford to lose any more land. So Gullah Geechee's, get out here, take a stand. This coming Thursday night, 
Buford County Planning Department will be at St. Helena Elementary School on the island. Y'all know where the school at, okay? 6 p.m. Fill the house, all right? Bring as many people as you possibly can. Also, you have heard that tonight was a meeting in Charleston, but it doesn't end there. Make sure that you go to the site that I have already given out, 526claims.org. If you are in that area, you just even suspect your land might maybe possibly be near where 526 claims is, make sure that you go ahead and go to 526claims.org. Make sure if you're on Facebook, contact Nix 526 then make sure that you like that page so you keep up with information as well as keeping up with Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook and at Gullah Geechee on Twitter. Make sure you become a member of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition because we are engaged in all these activities, which has always been on the to keep we people pun the land and for do so, Hunter have to take a stand. So from Mississippi, I hope Hunter Chillin going to join we Tomorrow, 11 o'clock, Alcorn State University in the Student Center Ballroom. Make sure I'm going to be right there talking about how the Gullah Geechee, the a living cultural collaboration, and then we going to let them children know how to go on and study abroad. But you know one thing my mama said? Charity begin at home, and then it going abroad. And charity ain't to just give people things dry long soon if I'm having some compassion for the people. So, you know, we have a go. We're glad he's on the chillin', done tune in this evening with we. But we show Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio, which had a queen wet head on the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad he's on the tune in this evening for Yeti, me, and sister Glenda. We representative from Florida for the Gullah Geechee Nation. God bless on the chillin'. Thank you, thank you. Peace and blessing. Keep standing for the land. Thank you. 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 Thank